0: Dear Ann Landis, my husband and Abby, I I is
1: Abby, in shock. I'm extremely upset. My,
0: my son got married again. Dear Mildred.
1: Ann Landis, I'm very happy. I dear Abbott, I've never seen her girl girl. Girl. See a woman here.
0: She thinks way too much of her son. She had to get married. Dear
2: Pod. Here, you're, you're eating a, a healthy protein bar. Oh, there you go. That reminds me, before I even go any further, I need to give a shut-in shout-out to this place called the Cedar Ridge Bakery in Maplewood because they changed my life today, and I'll tell you why. They have found a way to put rosemary in chocolate chip cookies. And you think it's not going to work. And then you eat it, and then you turn and you punch someone in the throat because it's so good. But bring is someone this the with place.
1: Them. Is this the place that you buy stuff like the gluten free stuff? Um,
2: well, yeah, I do it at all the places that I go to. I like a weird oh. grain. I don't like things that taste normal. I like ah. for things to <laughs> I don't I want everything to have like provide no resistance to my teeth. And I want it to always be something that makes you go, What was that? What did I just eat?
1: Is that crushed glass?
2: should it be burning and will it burn later? And that's my diet.
1: Did I just swallow a square? I don't know what that is.
2: And I think it's like mostly made out of sawdust. You know, it sort of dissolves in a way that's like, this was barely being held together. Mm -hmm. But during the quarantine, I tried to make my own gluten-free scones. And let me tell you what, you could build a house with the density of this, it would hold up to Hurricane Sandy. That's what Maybe was you build a shed. the levees. <laughs> <laughs> I should, I should. Next time I cook, I'm going to build something out of it. Make it worthwhile. Yeah, yeah. Um, It's so good to see you. So very good. I worked out today. You... Hmm?
1: Oh, you did? Did yeah. you talk to your mom after um, your conversation yesterday?
2: <laughs> now, I don't know when this episode is coming out. This current one that we're, <laughs> that we're recording. Uh, <laughs> but she called me today. And she was like, um, "Hi, hi, dear." And I was like, "What's wrong? You all right?" She was like, I, I, "I'm. Did I say anything? Um, anything in that marijuana episode? Like, I think that she's worried she's going to get arrested for saying she was curious about it. <laughs> she's very nervous when it comes to authority figures. She's been sharing our HBO Go password. Did I tell you this? We we installed oh HBO Go on her TV last time we were there, and now she's afraid." that HBO is going to, like, find out and that, like, a cop is going to... It's always the most extreme situation. It's like, then I'm going to be taken away and they're going to throw me in prison and I'm going to be yep. in HBO prison. I'm going to be forced to watch Girls with Lena Dunham until I'm Ugh. 85. That is That's prison. Terrible.
1: That is That's my, my version prison. of hell. <laughs> that is... Just, like, all... The, like, I I can't even... I, I can't even imagine, like, another season. Like, I don't know why I suffered through it's like It's like a car accident. It's like, yeah. I don't want to look, but then I watched the whole fucking thing. Always. And I was so pissed. Pissed.
2: I hate watching well, everything, know. though. Anybody, it, you should be worried if I'm following you on Instagram, because odds are I am hate watching you. There you go. I only won't look at the things that irk me. It's the only way to get my blood pressure up to a healthy 90 over 60. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, hi. Ooh. Hey. Before we hey. go any further, let me just welcome you. Hey, Patty. Hey. Hey, Patty. Hey, Jimmy. Hey, Aaron. Welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I'm your host, Chuck Woolery.
1: And I'm Haley Mills.
2: Oh, and we're coming to you from both...
1: Downtown Swingin' Hell's Kitchen and...
2: And the Maha'a Bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? You had me at hello. Oh, God. You had me at hello. Ew. Whatever the recording of that was, you could hear her mouth working?
1: Yeah, there's a lot of saliva in that one.
2: You had me at hello. You had me at... Hello. Ew, Rezane, Renee Zellweger mouth. Ew. <laughs> it's so <laughs> disgusting. Oh, Squinty McGrady. Can you even stand her?
1: I oh. mean, I do like her ne- older now.
2: You're enjoying oh, the elder Zellweger. Uh
1: huh. The Eldweger.
2: <laughs> Renee Eldweger. <laughs> yeah, actually, I kind of agree. I think since you did uh, uh, Judy. Since she did that show about Mama, I really like her squinty eyes. It's so wonderful. She's got, you can't tell where her cheeks end and her forehead begins. And I just enjoy this. You know what? I I had her over to the house once so that we could project a movie, a Mama's movie, on, on her face. And it was really just flawless. You couldn't even see. It was just so shiny. What a wonderful surface to watch films. On Renee Zellweger's face. And then I sat on Mickey Rooney's right afterwards and I said, Are <laughs> you still alive? So, uh. Is yeah. Mickey
1: Rooney still alive?
2: I don't even know anymore. Is is Mickey Rourke still James? alive? has <laughs> been dead for a while. Any of the Mickey's? Mickey hmm. Mouse? I, Mickey Mantle? Dad. You know, there's not Dad. a lot of people named Mickey anymore. Oh. Good for sound the alarm mickeys are in the house so hey um speaking of those alarms this is the last time i believe that we will be digitally distant from each other we're going to be live and in person with each other near each other socially distant emotionally distant. in a few weeks yes we're going to be reconnected at long last uh but as as always That should never stop any of you from following us on your social media, on your Instagram and your Twitter and your Facebook at DearPodOfficial. Check out our website where you can find every last episode, DearPodOfficial.com, our email, DearPodOfficial.gmail.com, and, of course, the Patreon at Patreon.com slash DearPodOfficial. I had to think about that for a second, because that's our newest edition, of course, where you can... Sign up for two different levels of subscription and get all sorts of fun extra goodies that you average chotch listeners don't get. So you're missing also, out right now. Also, what? Look
1: for us on our, our, our Bumble page, our Grinder page, our Cunt Hunt page, <laughs> Ew, our, our Pussy Pocket, our oh, Dick for Dick.
2: Oh, that's such an even <laughs> trade. yeah (laughs) is it the number Uh, four
1: (laughs) our human centipede page um just feel free
2: there has to be a human centipede hookup page
1: oh i i hope there is
2: there's a specific group of friends that i trapped in a room once and forced them to watch human centipede and i feel like that was my way of giving back to humanity
1: uh maybe was that your way of foreplay
2: Yeah, and then I locked the doors right afterwards. And I Uh, said, all right, pants off, mouth's open. We're going in.
1: (laughs) Put this chapstick on. This chapstick burns.
2: Not for long, it won't. Now let me get the staple gun. (laughs) That movie. I hope you don't
1: like your knees.
2: (laughs) Ew. I think that's the worst part of it for me because I have such bad knees that to watch that, I was like, oh, what a nightmare. I mean, I could take being the B in the ABC, but the knees alone, oh, B was the worst. The ones in the middle, you just felt for the, that movie was one of the funniest and most disturbing. I would put that in my top 10.
1: Well, if you're B, if you're B and A dies, that's not good. Because usually when you die, everything falls out of you, and, and now they know you. That. <laughs> yeah, and now you just have a fire hose filled. Yep. Of everything from A. Yeah. And by A, I mean body A, body B, body C. If for those of those of you who don't know, *Human Centipede* it is a wonderful horror movie, which is so unbelievably disturbing. A classic. Where three people are are sewn together, ass to mouth, and their knees are cut open, so they can't move. And eventually someone dies. And then one, I think, escapes. And there's a second one and a third one. Each one more disturbing than the last.
2: And the best part about it is that it is a franchise. There are, I believe, three Human Centipede movies. Correct. And I think there's one that takes place in a prison. So that's fun. I'll have to do some looking. I never saw the other ones after that. but, But I did start Absolute Chaos because... I forced a group of people to watch human centipede and the screams that came out of that house. There's also one of my favorite memes ever is the picture of the three people in the human centipede, uh, like knocked off, they like knocked out on their side. And it just says, everyone, there's no, there's no right way to eat a Reese's. <laughs> <Donna>. <laughs> it was, sometimes the internet is so delicious, and most days it's a garbage fire, but every now and then something comes sailing through that just makes your life better.
1: It's really wonderful.
2: It really is. Like, um, somebody took video from the Hall of Presidents. I don't know if you saw this. I posted it on my wall. The video of the Hall of Presidents, and it shows all these presidents giving these inspirational speeches. You know, you see George Washington, and he's like, I have a dream of a new America that... Rises together and we work together. Then they show, like, Lincoln about, you know, saying four score and seven years ago. And then they show Trump's animatronic. And you hear, Leather shoes are very difficult to walk in, they're slippery. And the ramp was too long. And I thought someone was going to have to perform CPR on me. It was so good. Sometimes it's so delicious that it's almost worth staying online.
1: I forgot that the Hall of Presidents would have um Trump in it. But I can't even like I can't even imagine. It's also like really weird to see like modern day presidents and things like that when yes. they you like that doesn't look that does not look like anybody that resembles Obama or Clinton. <laughs>
2: The Obama is so far off, but it's like, did somebody from Madame Tussauds was like fired from Madame Tussauds and got the gig? What is it? Madame Tussauds, Jim, Jean Nate, Tussaud, 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 I gotta go, Jean Nate, Jean I Jean-nat'ci. gotta go, <laughs> it's not come back, okay, make it French,
1: but, but why does. Trump kind of looked like Wilfred
2: Brimley. Well, originally, they fixed it, believe it or not. The first version of it, the theory was that they had already made a Hillary Clinton. If you saw the very first Trump animatronic at Hall of Presidents, it looked like Hillary Clinton in a really bad wig. So they like it was almost like they put a fat suit on Hillary Clinton and then just changed the wig. And then they made fun of it so much that I think they made a Trump. I think it was Disney not accepting that this was reality.
1: I heard that they're going to put Black Lives Matter in front of Trump Tower.
2: Oh, yes. I heard the same that thing.
1: fantastic.
2: It looks, the one going up to the Washington, to, to um, it's on like the mall at the Washington Monument or something. Yeah. Going into where the White House is. The aerial shot of it is so cool. Yeah. So do it. I say do it.
1: I think there's it's one in Brooklyn, and then there's one in Chicago, I think. It's kind of impressive.
2: It's kind of very impressive.
1: I hope they don't take it away. No. I hope they're permanent. right?
2: I can't imagine that they would, but who knows? Who knows what each new fresh hell day be- just brings? You know, Whatever happened to the murder hornets? We haven't talked about them in a while.
1: They were like, you know what? Our job is done here. Let's go to Brazil.
2: <laughs> you know what? We've been downgraded to manslaughter. <laughs> Everybody get back in the hive. It's
1: Ladies you, ladies and gentlemen, the misdemeanor hornets are coming. That's, we're <laughs> like, you know what? Don't downgrade us.
2: Felony hornets? No. Yeah. You're going to do five years max. The theory about this right now um, that is being floated is that there is somebody currently traveling through time who keeps going back and doing one stupid thing like stepping on a bug and it's messing things up in the year 2020 but then Mm -hmm. they're going back and trying to correct it that's why we're like murder hornets murder hornets and then whoever traveled back in time fixed not stepping on the bug which fixed the murder hornets but then we'll bring a hurricane you know
1: so basically you're talking about uh marty and biff
2: exactly going
1: back in time and fucking things up, yeah.
2: And either sleeping with the mother or getting a fight with the mother. Yeah, exactly. Somebody mm-hmm. stole the sports book yeah. and now we have, uh, like, people can't vote by mail, you know? Yeah, <laughs> maybe
1: one of my favorite movies of all time.
2: Oh my god. Can we I want to show this to you real quick. I would text it to you, but it's on the, the iPad. Okay. <laughs> See? That was Hillary.
1: Ew! Oh. That picture. Of course, of course they probably there's no cuz I don't think anyone could have predicted that this really no
2: it would, would, happen. would happen. So I think they had a Hillary ready to go at Disney. And then they were like, "Shit, shit! Give me uh, somebody! Bring in some more wax. Some, some bring in some play doh, whatever." And then they just pushed it on the face, and then they painted over it, and then they it, put it. looks a like woman. when they,
1: it looks like when they make like a young actress, like, um, uh, like, like uh, Hillary Duff, when they age her and make her fat, and they put her in a fat suit, and you're like, we can tell.
2: Like, who are you? Like, fooling? you can,
1: yeah, we can tell that, that Dash.
2: Or maybe Trump. they just melted down Wilford Brimley a little bit. The wax figure.
1: He, you know he kind of looks like? He kind of looks like Chaz Bono in that picture. <laughs> look, think, look at it again and think of Chaz Bono with that horrible wig, though.
2: That's sounds Trump. I like that Chaz Bono would have gotten a body at Madame Tussauds. That someone was like, you know what? Chaz isn't really trending right now. Melt her down. We're bringing do her to like- Disney.
1: I like the way that you say Madame Tussauds as kind of like an older person, as if we're saying, like, you're president in uh, yeah, reference yeah. to...
2: It's, yeah. it's as if I'm saying allegedly. Uh-huh. Right now, after. I know. No, I got it. I'm doing it to make you comfortable, Patty. I <laughs> want to hit the D. But don't we all want to hit the D? <laughs> I mean... Speaking of hitting the D, we actually have articles to do today. And we're doing a a grab bag.
1: Grab this bag. It's full.
2: It's full of D. That's right. We were originally going to do a 4th of July episode, but every 4th of July article, and I'm so glad that you pulled the, the trigger on this and said, nope, grab bag. Because when I tried to find anything 4th of July, it was just a speech. It was. It was like... Ladies and gentlemen, here's what America means to me by Anne Landers. Mm-hmm. I sit on yeah. my on my you know veranda with a sawed-off shotgun, and yes. yeah. So we don't it need was... to hear another inspirational speech from people in the '60s. I I
1: always I found like the um, dear Ann Landers or dear dear Abby. Would you please warn people of firecrackers and blowing off their fingertips, their nipples, and their toes? Blah, 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 And they're like, and then her response is, you got it kid. And then like, that's it.
2: Yeah. Always. Here's your like letter.
1: Three. Yeah. Three pages of like, can you tell the kids not to light those
2: firecrackers, Stupid, you know, jumping jacks or whatever they were called. Uh, in, in fireworks were a big thing for us growing up because it's amazing that any of us lived to an adult age, how fast and loose, especially in New Hampshire where shit is real lawless. And, um, we decided to buy a bunch of firecrackers one time in New Hampshire, like real real fireworks though. And you know those bottle rockets or whatever. So you 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 stand it up straight in theory, unless you're a redneck and you point it at your, your brother. So mm. you put it you put it up straight and then it shoots like explosive balls out the top. And sure. uh we were in New Hampshire, we we're on a lake and uh my uncle's dock, it floats. It's not you know, sturdy, like set in the water. And uh, we were all far, far away from it. We were standing up on a hill behind everything, and nothing good ever comes out of guys saying, hold my beer. Literally what was happening is all the guys in the family were drinking Coors Light, and they would run to the end of the dock and light a firework, and then they'd run in the other direction. So they set up the bottle rocket at the end of the dock. They run up to it, they light it, they're all big guys. They ran in the other direction. Now, physics would tell you what's going to happen next. The dock depressed on one side, and where the bottle rocket was, snuck back at like an, an, a 45 degree angle, aimed right at the children standing on the hill behind it. And it <laughs> shot right at us, and we all scattered. <laughs> And Anyone heard? Tell- no, surprisingly. And usually something like that would get caught in my hair. You have to know.
1: Well, what I don't understand is I think like bottle rockets are kind of cool, but anything that doesn't really have like that, you know, typical firework, like flourish at the top.
2: What's the point? Where it's
1: just, where, yeah, like if it's just noise, yep. then that's dynamite. That's not really like a firecrack, <laughs> like an m eighty. You know, just sounds like some like I can't imagine. Like when we were kids, we had M80s, which is basically like a small pipe bomb that you throw in a trash can, (laughs) and you know, scare the shit out of people. so it's like we're just like tiny terrorists. We weren't really like. It's not like oh, that's cool. It was just like boom.
0: This is fun to watch.
1: Yeah, triggering everyone's PTSD.
2: Everybody's dogs in the neighborhood just hide under a bed.
1: Yeah. If it says like, Acme uh,
2: TNT on the side of it,
1: like, I just don't know. like. In retrospect, I'm like, what? What was that? Like, it's or like black cats, which I think was like your those jumping things that you were talking about. So it's just like, you know, like a string of yep, yep, like little, like pop, 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 and you're like, so what? What? What were we so intrigued about? Like, that's not.
2: It was that we not had even, the power. To create our own explosive entertainment on our street, and we—I mean, I used to love those. It's funny you have the different name for it. It was called jumping jacks, and it's ironic that it was called jumping jack in New England because we had a whole bunch of them. And my father was was summoned out to the street one night to light them for the kids, and he came out in his boxer shorts and he lit the jumping jacks, and for some reason, it caught air and it chased my father all the way down the street and he ran down the street in his undies.
1: I like that. I like
2: that a lot. <laughs> no no family story is complete without a, I was almost killed <laughs> by a jumping jack. <laughs> and just my father, who sounds like Yogi Bear, running down the street like, "Oh, know, my picnic basket, you stupid kids.
1: I they so do, do you remember smoke bombs?
2: Yes, oh yes. And that you was you could like <gasps> yeah, it you can like hold them little, in your hand
1: be... and they're different colors. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. Oh my god. You know I know that. I just got really excited.
1: I think I think I probably should have known that I was gay then. It's like, yes, different colored smoke, <laughs> uh, just like running down. I'm like doing like a show <laughs> with like ribbons and catching a ball up in the air.
2: <laughs> Where did he get those gymnastic ribbons? Where
0: did that, that oh wasn't my god! In the, the kit.
1: For such a chubby kid, he can really do that back then. <laughs>
2: I love that
0: it was like
2: rainbow smoke. Being like, yeah, why is he acting like he's at a circuit party? What is this?
1: He's normally very quiet, but then we bought him these smoke bombs, and the next thing you know, he comes to left camp. Stop talking.
2: He's eight years old. How does he know about Fire Island? <laughs> he said something about in, Palm Springs.
1: What else was in that bag? <laughs>
2: Leather dildo. What? What? Yeah. You, you know what I'm this? really
1: I'm really excited because where I would um you know partake in firecrackers and smoke bombs is in Wisconsin, which is where I'm headed shortly. Um and one of my siblings, I believe, doesn't believe that wait for it.
2: Uh-oh.
1: That homosexuality is um something that you're born with.
2: Ugh. Ugh. Let me rub my face. God. Wait, one of your siblings thinks this?
1: Yes, I was just um, informed of this, along with some other things. So when we talked about having those difficult conversations, that's what I'll be doing on my Excuse me?
2: (laughs) Happy Fourth of (laughs) July, everybody. I hope a huge Uh, firework or a smoke bomb goes off right, as you'd say, I don't believe that you don't believe that. Right. Wait, when did this?
1: I'll be be bringing a lot of my literature that I have. (laughs) Along with some knowledge that I've you know that I have.
2: Thank God you're and driving because that's gonna be a heavy I am car. Armed. Wow. And given everything that just happened in the Supreme Court, you're going to have a lot of PowerPoint presentations to give this week. <laughs> click. Click. If you'll click. please look at slide forty three B
1: If everybody if Is everyone that on the patio could please open up their pamphlet. We're looking at page nine B.
2: Is that right? a picture of Jim J. Bullock? How far back are we going here? <laughs> are we, are we looking at this PowerPoint presentation on Renee Zellweger's forehead? What's going on? <laughs> you are going to have such a fun time at home. I am going to be details. a learning thing, a real learning thing. Well, get it yep. ready. Get I'm very, if you want me to do a call in, um, You know, I am the gayest man that most people know. So if you need any backup, I'm here for you. I
1: appreciate that. Anytime, man.
2: Anytime. So let's grab some bags. Let's go in and get some uh, articles going. I definitely want you to be the first one to go because my final article sort of loops into a very special early birthday gift for you.
1: Is it Blossom?
2: Uh, it's just her hat. We're just uh, going to be talking to Blossom's hat and maybe her I, wacky vest.
1: I loved her, the introduction to Blossom, because it's like she, it was like one of those shows where they'd pop in from like the side, like here, and then she'd like drop down from the sky and then she'd come up. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean?
2: Yes. I know what you're talking It's like she's over here, then, but she's over there, but she's wacky. Yeah, and, yeah, oh. All right. Hit me with an article.
1: Okay, this is from The Courier in Waterloo, Iowa, March 17th, 1988. Twas a Thursday. Dear Abby, what do you think of able-bodied people who park in places that are clearly marked for handicapped only? Signed, Susan in Richmond, Virginia.
2: Oh, that was so fast. Usually they have a whole setup, but oh, okay.
1: It's because hers is slightly longer. Mm. Dear Susan. I think they're lazy, insensitive, and uncaring. Furthermore, they're dishonest to take something that doesn't rightfully belong to them. But lest we judge too quickly, not every handicap is visible. There are people with heart trouble, emphysema, and numerous other health problems who cannot walk a block without resting. Mm. Andy.
2: Oh, so you're so, saying not all handicaps are, are so obvious, which right. is interesting. I never which really begs the
1: it. question. Which begs the question. Does dear Abby use a handicap stop?
2: <laughs> You bet your uh, ass she does. She uh, does. Uh, so. <laughs> She's like some of us have a hard time breathing when our hair is just freshly done. The <laughs> some way- of us
1: have chipped a nail, and we need to get in immediately.
2: <laughs> and that's more important than your pregnancy, ma'am.
1: I'm wearing white pants and I had chili for lunch. I need to get in there now. <laughs> I never this did. pussy bow is wrapped around my neck so Too tight tightly. I can't fucking breathe.
2: That's technically emphysema. Mm-hmm. If you can't breathe, uh, give me that pen for a sec, hon. I need to just make a note for myself because uh, uh, this is a big uh, thorn in the side of my mother. She hates it when she sees people in a handicapped spot that are not evidently handicapped. Like, I she was like, if you park in a handicapped spot when you walk out of there, you better be like <laughs> have to hold on to, to railings and and like hoist yourself. You better have <laughs> many wheelchairs with you. I want to see your <clears throat> handicap out live and in person. She gets very I'm, upset about that. I'm
1: very curious though, like what constitute the use of the handicapped spot. Do you know what I mean? Like
2: you have to have like, the tag. So you have to be approved by somebody, at least a city hall, that says, Oh, I can yeah, you've got a doctor's note saying this is why you need a handicapped spot.
1: Right. But I mean, let's be honest. There there I'm sure there are friends of friends that know people that can get you like that handicap, handicapped placard. Yep. You know, or and you're borrowing your your friend's car, your mom's car, or whatever, and you're like, oh, I can park in handicap. Not necessarily so, because you're not handicapped. Your mom is.
2: Exactly, right? exactly. So you've got the sticker. Use the sticker to your advantage. And there's a lot of handicap spots now. I, when it comes to parking, I do like to get as close to the the, the non-handicap situation as possible. But now they've started adding a lot more things. So there's like a Purple Heart parking spot. So anybody who served in the military gets that one. And then there's an expectant mother spot. So there's that. And now there's curbside pickup spot. And there's that. And then there's the 15-minute just picking up on your own spot. So at that point now, you're parking in Taiwan. Mm
1: -hmm. What about the draft dodger spot?
2: It just is says that? the Trump spot. That's all.
1: Yeah, it's just on Fifth Avenue. Yeah, That's it's
2: fine. it's like, it's spots for people who have emotional baggage. <laughs> there should be a spot. If there's a spot for people with an emotional baggage, then I should be parked inside a Whole Foods at this point.
1: Is that like, again, with the Coachella girl? Like, it's like, the person's too heavy spot. <laughs> I can't. I can't.
2: The venti coffee spot. Have pity on me. It's really a lot of liquid. This hat is so heavy on my head. I know. I just need to uh, balance it. (laughs) But, I mean, the majority of the time when you see people get out of a handicapped car, like, you know, not everybody has a wheelchair or some sort of obvious ailment. Right. So you can't call them on it. What I Mm -hmm. feel like there's some sort of, and I'll have to find out if there was like some sort of history of somebody in my family yelling at somebody who parked in a handicapped spot that was not handicapped. I'll have to go back and find out about that. We will see. We shall see. Um, All right. Your turn. Where's mine? Okay. This. (laughs) Oh, this is going to upset you. All right. This comes from the Manitowoc. Manitowoc? Wisconsin. Okay. Is this where you're going? Are you going to Manitowoc?
1: No, that is where Stephen Avery is from, from how the the making of a murderer.
2: (laughs) Why would you not? Do a making a murderer tour. Why would you go all the way to Wisconsin and not visit him in prison? Hey, um, I'd like to go get my Jeep looked at by Steve On Avery. I miss him. He'll come back sooner or later. Along with I Octo-Lum. hope he gets released. Yeah, he will. Don't worry. Right. This is from July 29th, ninth, nineteen sixty six. A free day. Title: Wife is kook in this case. Dear Anne Landers, I hesitate to write this letter because my wife will call you a crazy nut if you side with me. She feels that anyone who doesn't agree with her is a candidate for the bug house. At breakfast this morning, my wife wore a flimsy, low-cut house coat. When she stooped over to pour the coffee, I held my breath. Our 17-year-old son was having breakfast with us, and although his nose was buried in the newspaper, he didn't miss anything! I took my wife aside and suggested that maybe she ought to wear heavy linen robes or her gingham wrapper at the breakfast table when the boy is around. She yelled, The kid sees girly magazines, French movies, and Lord knows what else. What's the difference? I replied, The difference is that you are his mother. Ugh. My wife called me a kook and locked herself in a her room for three hours. Tonight she isn't saying much. What's your opinion? Am I wrong? Signed, Papa! <laughs> Dear Papa, no, you are not wrong. The boy does not think of his mother in the same way that he thinks of the Playmate of the Month. Obviously, your wife fancies herself in that role, which makes her the kook, not you. I vote for the linen house coat or the gingham wrapper, and you can tell her I said so. Then she can be mad at both of us. Ann! So, my que- Paging I have a Freud.
1: question. Paging <laughs> Dr. Yes, question. Yes, in the flag um so what husband um would say I would much rather her no, let me say I'll say it okay I would much I would much rather have my wife wear that that gingham jumper or that linen house coat or that polyester blend running track suit, or maybe some kitten heels, or maybe some like what man, what straight man? would like get so particular about that as opposed to just saying why didn't she wear a robe how about a tracksuit, suit or how about um <laughs> a hoodie or something instead of like the really specific <laughs> yeah how about the the, the juicy couture velour tracksuit? i i just or preferred it if the... she
2: wore the Mar- marabou trim robe and and the slippers to match that i bought her two christmases ago it goes with her hair I didn't even what? catch that. I didn't even catch that. What's... <laughs>
1: <laughs> why wouldn't she? I mean, why was she wearing white in the kitchen anyway? I mean, it's not after, it's it's not after, after Labor, Labor Day. Day. It's, offensive. I, it's after Labor Day. I don't understand. The white and the cream don't even match. Just absolutely ridiculous. Plus, she's going to get splatter on it if she's making eggs or bacon or anything on that robe. And you know how difficult it is to get a stain out. Lord, do I know. It's like beating you know, blood out on, on a rock or something. I don't know how to. Anyway. And then her hair looked ridiculous. I can't even believe it. She didn't brush out the curls. It was like she just wanted to look like like a trashy housewife. All you got to do is spritz it a little bit and shake it out. I don't understand. You want to keep the curl intact, but you don't want to keep it tight. And you don't want to keep it all frizzy.
0: Oh.
2: And what happened to that fabulous Obi belt that I brought you back from Tokyo, Japan? Where is that? I've been wearing it. You haven't. I can't believe that I didn't even catch that. I'm so proud of you. And now I want to ask all of my straight male friends if they know what a gingham wrapper is.
1: Probably not. Jim?
2: No, that's not an accurate gauge. My Jules is as gay as a $2 bill. You're not going to ask him that question. Look, at, see, he's silent. He knows. He knows what a gingham wrapper is. And also, his wife does not have breasts, so this is not an issue for him.
1: (laughs) And you don't wear gingham.
2: Yet I don't know. No, what? that is hysterical. <laughs> and now, anything that I was even gonna say about the creepy Oedipus complex is out the window. It's it's moot. It is moot. I'm
1: sorry. Maybe but that's that was the, the first thing. thing. She's like, like I will take any
2: attention or- from any man, even <laughs> if it's my seventeen-year-old son.
1: Because I'm clearly not gonna get it from my husband, so I might as well fuck my kid.
2: Is that Jim J. Bullock? Ew, I,
0: might as well fuck
1: my kid. Ew. I mean, it was just like, you were just kind of bumping along in the story. And I was like, what, what? <laughs> it's like, it's like Elle Woods. It's like, what, what, what kind of shoes are these? Oh, I don't know.
0: <laughs>
2: oh my God, he's gay. <laughs> wow. I can't top that. Nothing can top that.
1: Sorry, you missed it.
2: Oh, I'm so proud of you. This is why I keep you around. You see, no the- matter what
1: happened after that, he just the thing is like it was like that subtle, it was like that <laughs> wait for it, wait for it, <laughs> mushroom cloud.
2: Smoke because bomb anybody? Like,
1: yeah, it was a riddle wrapped up in a question,
2: wrapped in bacon,
1: right? Hamster mm. bacon.
2: Wow, that is. I think that that's changed how everybody has looked at that article, and I want to applaud you for that, sir. <laughs> so you, over to you, over to you. I'm passing the baton.
1: All right. This is the from the Lampack Record, Lampack, California, March 27, 1987. Herpes jokes make suffer sore. <laughs> Dear Abby, this letter is addressed to everyone who does not. Have genital herpes or any other transmittable disease.
2: Oh, what I everybody had, just turned off the podcast right there.
1: <laughs> I have had genital herpes for <laughs> I have had genital herpes for six years. No one knows except my mother, my husband, and of course my doctor. It's not something I tell everyone. It's a disease that your coworker, neighbor, fellow church member, or even your brother or sister may have, but it's not discussed because it is so misunderstood. An outbreak of herpes can be caused by stress, overexcitement, and even extreme weather temperatures. For years, I've heard people make jokes in public or in personal conversation about the disease. Don't sleep with him. You'll probably catch herpes or VD. Or you don't want to share a lipstick in the ladies' room. Someone says, I hope no one has herpes here. (laughs) Ha ha (laughs) ha, giggle. People with herpes are neither dirty nor bad. Not only would it be extremely painful to engage in sex during an outbreak of, of lesions, I wouldn't do that to my worst enemy. So please, folks, cool the jokes. They aren't funny and could deeply hurt your coworker, neighbor, or even a member of your family. Sign me, not laughing.
2: Wow. Well, then there goes half my set.
1: <laughs> Dear not laughing, thank you for a helpful letter. Herpes jokes should be outlawed, along with those tasteless Helen Keller, Stevie Wonder, and AIDS jokes. Abby, we could have done without
0: (laughs) AIDS. Oh
2: God! What? But what about Challenger disaster jokes? Are those still in? Is that still on the table?
1: I like. First of all, I like how she's like. She's like. Let me think of some decade jokes. I'm going to go with Helen Keller. A couple of years, civil Rights, Stevie Wonder, uh-huh, blind. Uh-huh. And then I'm just gonna like just uh explode this whole column with the AIDS joke. Yeah. Sure, why not?
2: Nothing, nothing, there's no better way to end an advice question than with the word AIDS.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that
2: takes care of that. I mean, she
1: she could have used like JFK, um Challenger Challenger yeah. or um, well, this is eighty seven, it might have been too soon, right?
2: No, Challenger Four. had already happened by then. Did it? Yeah. 86. So there 86. you go, Challenger. So
1: maybe that's probably why she didn't say it. It was too but soon. still.
2: Too soon but for, oh, wait, AIDS? But 87, it's not, t- what? Like you were in the middle of the crisis, right? 87? Right. Yeah. Well huh. done, Abby. Real well done. <laughs> and herpes jokes can always be funny. And she wasn't talking just, about mouth herpes. <laughs>
1: I I also find it kind of interesting that, so her, she's going to equate herpes and AIDS on the same level. Like, I just find it like, and then like the, the Stevie Wonder, Helen Keller, which is just like bullying. You know what I mean? Like, yeah.
2: Not exactly the same blind jokes. All right. I think it's your
1: turn. sister. I have
2: an article that is going to dovetail into a very special treat for you, Patty. And no All doubt right. for our listeners. But it begins with this. This comes from the Tucson citizen, Tucson, Arizona, October Ooh. 27th, 1972, Friday. Dear Ed right. Landers, will you please settle something that has caused more fights than I care to count? It's about dancing. My wife and I used to enjoy going to dances together, but we have given it up because we always end up in a fight. She claims I am out of my mind. I say, she is out of hers. When I dance with a woman, I act like she is my sister. When I dance with my wife, I act like we are married. I expect her to reserve the close stuff for me. It is, I, I think it is cheap for a married woman to dance with other men in any of the following ways. Cheek to cheek, breast to chest, belly to belly, or knee to knee. I also believe it is up to the woman to set the rules. Most guys will get as close as they can. How about it? Fighting in Houston. Knee to knee. That was my first reaction to Patty. That I was like, "Ooh!" And because I have such bad knees, I read it and I was like, "Ooh, that! Ooh, human centipede. Knee to knee." Dear Houston. Since you, are obviously con- since you obviously consider dancing a vertical expression of a horizontal idea, it is no wonder you and your wife are fighting about it. I see nothing evil about dancing cheek-to-cheek, breast-to-chest, or belly-to-belly. That knee-to-knee business, however, is new to me. It must be the neatest <laughs> trick of the year, and quite a sight. Oh, the things I learned from my readers. Anne! See? Knee-to-knee? So knee. <laughs> Explain knee-to-knee. <to> knee. <laughs>
1: Is it like the potato p- potato sack race when you're, or what's that one? What is the race when you're like tied to your
2: partner? Oh, three-legged race.
1: Yeah, three-legged race, yeah. Is it like that? Is that what they mean? Um,
2: I pictured two people facing each other and then literally just knocking their knees into each other. Like, they're both yeah. like, you put your both knees in, you take your both knees out, you put your both... Ow!
1: What I find fascinating about that, though, is like, you are then... <clears throat> If you take the the visual of that, this is the most flat chested woman and the most underdeveloped man.
2: You just explained me and my jewels at our wedding.
1: Dancing together. And the only thing that's really touching them is their knees, because if he works out his chest, is probably going to distance him from her and her chest should also do the same.
2: Yeah. Yeah. This actually does sound like our first dance.
1: How does it, it, it's like one of those, like, one of that Love Is cartoon, you know, like those Oh my God, different... yes, I know what you're
0: talking about, yes,
2: oh my God, I can't wait to find the picture of that and put that on the Instagram, <laughs> Love Is, and I always hated those characters, I'm like, oh I put them in a zippy, ziggy file, you know,
1: but what's, what's weird about, ladies and gentlemen, this Love Is cartoon goes, again, goes with the, the Ziggy, Garfield, whatever, but it's just like, it, uh, it's like one frame, uh-huh. and it's usually of two, um, I guess, they're supposed to be adults, because if they're doing the, uh, the theme of love is, but they look like children
2: uh-huh, uh-huh.
1: with no clothes on.
2: Yeah, very uncomfortable. Like,
1: talking about love.
2: It's, it's like Hallmark's inappropriate touches line.
1: Right. Like, <laughs> love is, love is dandelion.
2: Love is being arrested.
1: Right. So it's basically like two toddlers with big stomachs uh, having sex with another toddler giving you uh, relationship advice. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder why it's not around still.
2: (laughs) I don't know. Of all the things that aren't making it through cancel culture, that thing is just going to sneak right through. There it is naked. Oh, it is so. Here, let me just point it just as a little reminder for you. And even even the font of Love Is irks the shit out of me. It's like a wingding font.
1: Look at that. Yeah. That is creepy.
2: It's, yeah. It is. And they're eyeballing each other. They're always they always have like dreamy eyes. And yeah. the thing is it's like somebody came up with the template for the body and then they just changed the hair. Yeah. Yeah. Love is it's creepy, right? It's totally creepy. They're naked.
1: What is the what's the caption on that one?
2: Love is turning his head.
1: She's a baby. And why can, <laughs> so how can he, he read the news? How can he read the newspaper?
2: <laughs> it looks like he's going to take a dump. It's like he's bringing yeah, it into the bathroom.
1: He's like, I'm going to be here a while.
2: Love is turning his head before he takes a dump. <laughs> and that actually is love, believe it or not. Yeah, there. It's- I be-
1: Mom served me banana puree. Give me the newspaper. I'm going to be in the bathroom for a while. <laughs>
2: She changed. She changed from P. Love is. <laughs> let's see. Love is being woken with a kiss and a rose. Now that's very creepy. Two Give kids. me the picture. There you go.
1: That's fucking disgusting. Th-
2: but the thing is, they're babies with other babies. It'd be creepier if the guy was like an eighteen-year-old, like a frat. Okay. Guy. If,
1: when I was eight years old, I wasn't having sex with my neighbor across the street.
2: <laughs> then you haven't lived, sir, because I guess. love is as warm as toast and as offensive as a pedophile. That was the only thing missing from that series. I guess. Love is dangerous if you're under the age of 16. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, to get us back on the dancing theme for a minute. Now, hold on for a sec. You got the phone number? Okay. You got the phone number? I'm not going to tell you... Um, We have a very special guest calling in today. So if you'll excuse us, we're just going to give a call, make a little connection. You just sit tight, son. Happy early birthday. Hold on. Oh.
0: Hello? Hello. Oh, wait.
2: Before you do anything, whatever is in the background of your, your house, can you just mute it? Yes. Patty, are you there? Are you on the line?
1: I am still here.
2: Look, you're going to be turning 73 in a couple of weeks, and we wanted to give you an extra special early birthday gift. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, our very special guest for a very special episode of Dear Pod from Dance Party USA,
0: Gail C.
1: <laughs> Gail. Hi,
0: Patty. Gail. Oh, my God. I'm sorry I'm not princess. Well. I always wanted to right. be. Didn't we Who all? Who didn't? Who didn't? It's true.
1: So, I wonder, I'm still curious if she ever got rid of that, that tear tattoo.
0: Right? Because did she know what it meant like back then? I don't know. <laughs> no,
1: I, I don't think so. She said she'd remove it when she met Prince. But, I mean, maybe she was. Is she still alive? Because I think that's a gang thing, right?
0: Yeah, it totally is. Oh, so for our listeners. I have listeners, no idea. For We'll have to find a where are they now thing.
1: Oh my God, I'll have to find that.
0: <laughs> For
2: our listeners that don't know, Gail C. spent one year dancing on Dance Party USA. If you don't know what Dance Party USA was, here is from their Wikipedia. Then you're an, you're an, an asshole. Then you're an you, asshole. you need to go back. <laughs> you're offensive. It was an American dance television show that aired on USA Network and uh, apparently was
0: recorded in Camden, New Jersey. It was actually in Philly. Philly is where we, really? we've shot it, yeah. It was in, like, outside of Media, Pennsylvania, so, like, I don't know. We drove—I lived in Trenton, so we, like, drove through Philly and out past the Granite Run Mall in Media, Pennsylvania. Because every uh... timeless classic came
2: out of a suburb of Pennsylvania. (laughs) Now, Patty is a huge fan of yours and a huge fan of the show, so really I'm going to let this happen in light of instead of doing listener mail today— I want you to ask Gail anything you want about Dance Party okay. USA. Go ahead. If I remember I have,
1: it. Okay. How the hell did you get on this? What was your audition process? <laughs>
0: um, there Actually, if I remember correctly, there was no audition process. It was like <laughs> people right. I knew were doing it, and they were like, hey, you should come and dance with us one day. And I was like, okay. And then, <laughs> and then they just – they filmed several episodes in a day. So, like – You'd go and bring tons of changes of clothes and all the final net you could find or aquanet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, Final net. Oh, my God. (laughs) Or aquanet, I think, really, because you needed the spray, not the the aerosol. Did anybody ever say,
1: hey, I think these lights are too bright?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, they really didn't. But boy, should they have.
1: I mean, uh, clearly there wasn't a homosexual that's like, is there a dimmer switch? Can we make anybody look attractive on this show? (laughs)
0: It's (laughs) kind of true, right?
1: Because everyone is so, there's not even a tan person. Everyone is so white and the (laughs) studio lights are just like blinding everybody.
0: They really are. And,
1: And they have like those supermarket posters hanging from the ceiling. (laughs) <laughs> right? Like, have, like those like, weird decorations.
0: I they never were, I watched remember, show, like, This is perfect. I remember just platforms and lights. And yeah. then like, like I was trying to find it. Like we did this commercial for A&W Root Beer because they were the sponsor that day. And I remember like standing next to this huge, kind of like a, um, what's that called? Uh, where you put the coin in, in the music place. <laughs> jukebox? Oh, jukebox.
2: <laughs> Well, you put a coin
0: into the music how old, place.
2: Man, Gail, how old am I? How much cocaine did you do on the set of Dance Party USA? Well,
0: the, see, there's a thing. I don't remember.
1: It seemed like... <clears throat> isn't Dance Party USA, like, the the answer to, like... Uh, Dancing
0: on air is what yeah. it was before that.
1: Oh. I was going to say... Um,
0: American uh, Dance Dan.
1: Soul Train, American Bandstand, Soul yes. Train, and yep. MTV's Downtown with Julie Club Ruff- MT- Downtown with yeah. Brown. Yeah. Club yes. MTV, yeah, yeah. But like that, that was like kind of like a dress. Like that had a lot more leather, like dark leather. Like you know, yeah. They they knew yeah. how to use conditioner. They did. Whereas Dance they Party did. Of USA was just like burn it. <laughs> burn but we had hair. some
0: like really cool people on it. I was like, again, I was just going down a rabbit hole and trying to find some stuff. And like I remember DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince being on. <gasps> And, like, doing Parents Just Don't Understand or something. Oh, wow. Because he was in Philly. Numbers. That makes sense. Yeah. And then and were I remember, you there with, like, Debbie Gibson. Uh, yeah, we were there at the same time. Oh, wow. For sure. Wait a minute. Was <laughs>
2: Kelly Rippa like, a regular dancer on it?
0: Yeah. Yep. No.
2: Yeah. How was it to maneuver around her huge melon head?
0: <laughs> was well, it a danger had on the huge dance melon floor? melon heads. So, you know, wow. we all did.
2: All the r- melon heads. Um, I just um, sent Patty the clip
0: that you sent me. Oh, that little dancing. tiny thing I could find.
1: <laughs> so, the
0: only little thing I could find. So, and
1: how long, how long was your shoot day?
0: Um, there were like full things, so we'd get there at I don't know if I remember correctly, like noonish shouldn't be done at like eightish. That's a good day. Of we'd work. do a couple of episodes. you know, we didn't get paid a thing. So <laughs> really. Yeah, this was all voluntary, kid. Oh, my
2: God, we're uh, going to blow this shit up. This is going to be the new Netflix documentary that's like behind the scenes at Dance Party <laughs> USA and the horrible <laughs> conditions and that they didn't pay you guys.
0: It was actually, but, you know, back then you're getting to be on TV and it was really fun. And, you know, got to know some really fun people. And sometimes, like, we'd be able to bring others on. So I brought my brother one day. He came on with me and my friend, me and my best friend at the time, her name was Lisa. She and I were the ones who were, who were going all the time. And then, um, like I brought a couple friends from high school.
2: Oh my God. The fact that you just said Lisa, I I said in my head, Lisa and Gail, 1980s. And the first thing I thought was girls just want to have fun with Helen Hunt and Sarah (laughs) Jessica Parker when they're like, let's bring a different outfit on the bus that we're really going to wow.
0: Oh God. Yeah, wow. yeah. I, all those, like, 80s, 90s shows. Patty. I don't know if you remember, there was a show called Putting on the Hits as well that was, like, a lip-sync battle. Do I know? Gail, I was, you- I was Gail, on that, too. Tell
1: yourself, of course, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> Gail! <laughs> you shut your mouth right now. You are not. I'm putting, I'm putting on the hits.
0: I was p- 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 putting on hands. Oh <laughs> now Gail, what you, you can't, can't see. I was it. there back in the day. Right now. Oh. <laughs> You've never I was there seen back in the mom? day when that guy that that guy that did endless love by himself when he was half Diana Ross and half Diana, Diana, <laughs> yes. Diana, oh. Lionel Richie. It was like back in those days.
2: <laughs> now see what you can't see gail because i can see him on the zoom his face is oh deep red God. this is the biggest smile i've ever seen on his face ever and he is like
1: crying now Aaron, if you don't know what putting on the hits is
2: i remember hearing about th- it but i don't remember just, it.
1: it it is just like you're just lip syncing the whole time but it wasn't it like had, there was like a rapid fire round where he had to like Am I, am I thinking of that correct?
0: Well, it was there, was, there were three guest judges, like stars, and you were judged on originality, lip sync, and appearance. And um, All right. when yeah. I was a junior in high school, yeah. uh, okay, so uh, we went to the Granite Run Mall in Media, Pennsylvania. My brother, when I was in high school, my brother looked just like George Michael. Like, we would get stopped. <sighs> all over the place oh. and he just would even got to the point where he was signing autographs because he was just so tired of being bugged oh. so okay. we decided that would be our gimmick <laughs> and we just, we decided that would be our gimmick and we entered this contest and we did um if you're gonna do it do it right do it with me you know that song
2: yeah. and his friend
0: was andrew ridgely and he was george michael and me and a different friend lisa um lisa's very popular jersey name it is. Um, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and uh we danced and did all the backups and stuff. Well, we won this whole competition. I actually I have a picture of my um my uh, I can send you a picture of my uh, trophy trophy that I Gail? found the other day. Yeah. And <laughs> um Gail, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, then about I don't know, a month later, my mom is like, Gail, someone named Rack Clark is on the phone and I answer the phone and he's like, Hey, this is Rack Clark from Dick Clark Productions and I was like Okay, who is this? <laughs> you know, oh I am in high school, so I'm like, what, what? He's like, you've been selected, we want to put you guys on the show. And we're like, wait, what? He's like, yeah, it'll be a week uh, all expenses paid, and you film in Universal Studios, and we'll put you up at the Universal Sheridan, and you know, and we were just like, uh, uh, okay. Oh my god. And, and, um, then tragedy occurred because no. Wham didn't have a contract, the record company didn't have a contract to put on a hit, so we could not do a Wham song. And you know, my brother being George Michael was the gimmick, so all we had left were I Knew You Were Waiting with Aretha Franklin, which <gasps> none of us look like her. Oh and, my God. Um, oh. Uh, you please, not- please, tell me, <laughs> please tell me you didn't try Because you're about to try. get cancelled And then there was a song called Wrap Her Up That he did with Elton John So his friend um, Barry Spillator Who my brother Joe's friend Barry Was playing Andrew Ridgely He then became Elton John And we did that song instead And it was not very It was good but you know, know a a No, no, It wasn't a big well known song and Exactly so um our judges were Billy Hufsey from Fame, um, Harry Waters Jr. and Tony Basil. <gasps> and, uh, she got judged wow. by Tony Basil. And, uh, now this I know I have a video of, so I can I'll make sure you see it. <laughs> oh. oh yes. We have the whole episode. Us <gasps> talking oh, to Alan Fawcett.
2: There we're oh, just my. there's a lot of like just open mouths happening right now. <laughs> You just brought it to the next level with Patty. I think you have to understand that. I didn't see putting on the hits coming from a mile away, Patty. Didn't know that this was in her past.
1: I haven't thought about putting on the hits. In, I, don't, I For some reason, my sister and I... Remember that episode in Friends when Ross and Monica oh, yeah. were going to be on? Yeah. My they did the dance. Was, oh, yeah. Yeah. We were convinced <laughs> that we were going to do something like that. We watched all the dance. Like, everything. And putting on the hits. Like, Everything. <laughs> And there's something about Dance Party USA. It's like I don't know why I'm watching people dance because I can't actually interact with it. Uh-huh. And that's not like I'm on like in front of my TV. just like dancing and pretending that I'm interacting with everybody there, you know? Because that's even sad. <laughs> yeah, <sadder>. totally. <laughs> so I don't kind of understand like what, like why are we like, are we trying like what are we doing? Like wow, it's it's like imagine it's you know what I think it was It's the original Zoom party.
2: Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, it's like voyeurism.
0: It's the origi-
1: yeah, the original Zoom dance party. You're That's at home, true. sad by yourself, watching everyone else
0: Have somewhere fun. else.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I'll tell you, though, when you got there and you got your outfit on and you were standing there waiting for them to tell you where you were going to be, like, if you were put on a platform, you were like, yes! like that? Because you knew you'd get airtime. And, like, if you were at the side platforms, even better because the camera went around the back a little. So you had, like, more opportunities to show your stuff. Were you now, then they do dancer? these little. Some, yeah, sometimes, sometimes ground, sometimes platform. I did a couple no. of like little interviews and stuff. Oh
1: was it like the movie Grease, would they tell you not to look at the camera?
0: Oh yeah, yep, don't look at the
1: You're supposed to like all just be natural, just be into each other, just like Vogue by yourself in the platform? Just
0: dance it out. But then the people that got all the airtime are the ones that would look straight at the camera and then like do some shtick.
2: Did you but have any shtick you know. aside from just having really high hair?
0: No, not really. Um, One of my interviews, though, my husband, when he saw it, I'll have to find it. He laughed and laughed and laughed and just played it over and over and over (laughs) because they were like, so what kind of dancing do you do? And I was like, oh, you know, I I take dance classes. I do ballet, tap, jazz. A uh, jazz cat ballet. <laughs> it was like, what the hell happened is that? <laughs> because and Dance kept Party loves it ballet. Over <laughs> <and over. laughs>
1: you were Madonna before Madonna changed her accent.
0: Exactly.
2: <laughs> oh my God. I am before she was so British. Yeah. This...
1: <laughs> and, and so, Gail, yes. Princess, did, did she really dance at all to like the, the, the faces I, of USA? I
0: think she does. Like, she. You know, I think she's somebody that, like, I would have been curious to see what she could really do rather than just kind of thrash, thrash around. Because Who was Princess? I suspect she she the, was beautiful. Princess. I think part had woman. a little crush on her. She With had, like, tear tattoo. long blonde hair and this tear tattoo, and she's just super pretty. And was she the <laughs> host she'd of it? she wear all these, like, risque outfits and stuff.
2: Now, I never watched Dance Party USA, so I don't know. Was she the host of it?
0: No, no, she was just one of the dancers. She was one of the regulars. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I found out later in, in life um, that this friend of mine who is a, a New York actor, Broadway dude, he has been in a whole bunch of stuff. Um, he recently said something about Dance Party USA and I just lost it. So we were also doing it at the same time but didn't know each other then. His name's Rodney Hicks. He's been in like a buttload of Broadway shows, so. Oh, my God. I just thought it was hilarious. He was like in the original company, Rent, and um, he was just in the original Come From Away. But anyway, it just was, We were, I was like, what? You were
2: on Dance Party USA? Wow, you made a connection through dance.
0: Right. Now, if only I can get in touch with Kelly Ripa and say, hey. Oh, my God, no, you should totally, no he's,
2: right now, Patty is, is sending me pictures of Princess. I can oh, see how okay. she would be like a rock star in the 80s. Absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, well, Gail, yeah. do you have any
2: more questions for Gail before we release her back into the <laughs> dance wilds? Wait, where'd he go? He, where'd he go? We lost Patty. Wait, wait, wait. We've lost you. We can't hear you. Wait, can you hear me? You're back. You're back. Okay, You're here. A, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, Do you have any final question for Gail? Gail
1: yes. You have, you, not only, you I can't even, <laughs> you, start, you started with USA Dance Party and then you like blew it out of the water with Putin on the hip. <laughs> I can't, if you were to tell me right now that you had a special guest star on 227, I probably would have a fucking heart attack.
2: <laughs> I,
0: I did not, I no. wish. That would have been But the she best. used to hang
2: out with Jack K. <laughs> oh my
1: God, one of my favorite shows growing up. Loved it.
2: Loved it, totally. I love every Gail. I love yes. everything. I knew I'd love you,
1: and now I. If you need an organ, contact me.
2: Okay, I you will got give it. You whatever I got. <laughs> that is major. Take him up on that, that because is, kidneys totally are hard to come that. by, and I think he's got to be a what O negative blood. Take that kidney. from I don't him. know what it
1: is. I'm sure my liver shot, but you can have something. else. You can
2: have whatever's <laughs> left it. of it. Yeah. Oh, Gail, thank you so much. I, I well, am of course. So... Happy birthday, Patty! Hey, this okay. was the best oh, thing God. that we could give you. Thank you so much for being oh, such a great God. guest on Dear Pod. You're oh, welcome. Listen to that. Exit applause pick. for Gail. Thank Yay. you so much. We will be in touch <laughs> with Gail. you soon. Okay, bye. Right, bye.
0: bye.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was so i oh my like, I'm putting on the
2: hip. I did not know that about oh her. My God. I didn't I didn't oh know that I was Google delivering it. this a gem to you. I remember hearing about it, but I never watched it. It was like a little bit before oh. my time because you people are old and ugly and disgusting. Sure. But me, I'm sure. young and 24 and nubile. So sure, that was an early birthday gift to you, Patty.
1: That was unreal. Like, I can't even, like, I had so many questions. But it was like, once she said, putting on the hits i literally was like (laughs) you it's it's like she went through like the rolodex of of like shit tv that i raised myself on because no one wanted to be around me so (laughs) putting on the hit was one of them
2: this was a smoke bomb of a gift to you what a guest it's Gail Certainly C, quite. ladies and gents. And she sent me a little clip at that we were going to put on our Instagram page at DearPodOfficial. You're going to want to go and see Gail. You can see her for just a blip of a second, and she's on that screen. And then I think it like cuts to Danny Pintoro or somebody really, I don't know, I don't know who that blonde guy is, but he's like every blonde kid from the 80s. So that was our special Danny. gift to you. Patty.
1: It Happy. was. Incredible.
2: Well, because we, we wanted to take our time with Gail and really, you know, you know, give you proper, adequate time to discuss things with her, and none of us knew that putting on the... Oh, she sent me... A I'm sending this to you right now. Hold on. This is her award for winning first place on putting on the hits, and it is it's coming into you right now via your text and we're going to put this on our instagram also it is her trophy for winning doritos presents doritos presents putting on the hits i would kill to have a trophy that had the word doritos presents on it like doritos presents Aaron mcguire in hello dolly at the peanut butter players like fingers crossed who knows what 2021 will bring wow so because we wanted to take our time with gail today uh tune in next week for the moth report because if we did the moth report right now oh my god you listeners would be here until the sun comes up so (laughs) it was such a wonderful gift i didn't expect for it to be as substantial as it was and i am so happy that that made you so happy
1: i am beside myself (laughs)
2: then the only way to get on the other side of being beside yourself is uh, a specialty cocktail, a specialty drink, putting
0: on the
1: hits,
2: putting on the drinks,
0: dance, dance,
1: dance, 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 dance,
2: putting on the drinks. Well, this week, dream. I am so excited. I, I'm very intrigued about what this cocktail will bring because it has an Independence Day theme. So, put down your fireworks and your jumping jacks, uh, put on a pair of pants over your, your boxer shorts, and get comfortable for the red, white, and blueberry. Discovered in the history of the American internet by everyone's favorite Yankee doodle, James Jules Ferris. Very excited for this because it has one of my favorite liqueurs in it. It is one and a half ounces blueberry vodka, one half ounce lemon juice, one half ounce simple syrup. You're going to add ice. You're going to shake it. You're going to strain it into a rocks glass filled with ice. Top it with club soda and a splash of grenadine and garnish with a flu, flu, with flu blueberries. I, sh- I should never say flu when it comes to ingesting something. I just, I'm going to salute this drink when it arrives. So here's the tasting notes. <laughs> Do you people really want to see Erin Maguire happy while she's yelling at people to stop walking so close to me and put on your damn mask? Well then, you discover a drink that makes her appreciate the good things that you can only get in the U.S. of A. Things like Cold River Blueberry Vodka. My absolute favorite. I'm telling you right now. Would you like to see her get a little emotional? Tell her that you have a summertime cocktail that is not only centered around her favorite vodka, but with every sip will make her appreciate what it means to be an American. A little fruit, a little sour, a little sweet, democracy in a glass. Now, what more can you ask for? That is right. Cold River Blueberry Vodka. If we can ever... Get an alcohol sponsor geared... Oh, God, let it be Cold River. It was introduced to me by our favorite homosexual, Charles Ragsdale. And um, he started me on Cold River Gin. It is made in Maine. It is squozing from the people of Maine. And they've taken... They've gone two different directions. So they have, like, when you go to their distillery, there's a bunch of vats that are gin, and there's a bunch of vats that are vodka. And right in between is a cot for me to sleep on. So it's it's delicious. They infuse it with real Maine blueberries. So what? you know how like a flavored vodka can give you a headache because it's just sugary shit that's placed yeah. in a vodka. Sure. Not the case with Cold River Blueberry. They infuse it. So it's in the grain of the vodka and then they put mm-hmm, it in a mm-hmm, pretty mm-hmm, bottle mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. they they put that shit in the freezer. And then you, you put take shit it out. In freezer. But you put shit in a freezer and then you take it out, you slice it up, you serve it with some cold river blueberry vodka. So this is the red, white, and blueberry. Oh I loved it so much I hit my my, my pee popper screen. Oh Jesus. My Jules is taking a picture of it right now. Oh, oh here we go. Oh wow. Oh it really is very patriotic looking. I will salute you, and I salute this glass right here. Ooh. Look at how oh, pretty shit. that is. I'm going to bring it close to you. This is a very summery Ooh. cocktail. I can't. You can smell it as soon as it's delivered. Cold, cold River Blueberry Vodka, Patty. This is to you, meeting that one of so your good. heroes today.
1: Oh my God, it's like meeting Buzz Aldrin.
2: <laughs> it sure <laughs> is. This is Tart. She's Tart. I'm
1: tart in a good
2: way it is it's well when you when you let it like slide down your throat it becomes sweeter i'm there this is fantastic the danger of this is that it's going to disappear faster than my morals it is lovely it's very cold it's blueberry and that grenadine gives it a little bit of something tart sour oh sweet sour it's got a little bit of everything it is a mm. melting pot ah. of a drink.
0: But ah. we're not a melting
2: pot anymore because we, now we're a mixed green salad because we oh. each cohabitate, but we retain our own identities in the salad. Like, not a melting pot where you just sort of, like, blend into each other. You keep yourself. We're a mixed green salad, America. I salute you. Four. Sure, whatever you say. Four. To you, Patty. Four.
1: America is a mixed green salad.